You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in for another hot episode of SOB Style of Business. This is your host, Keetra, back with a wonderful guest out of Detroit, Michigan. I'm speaking to the fantastic Tatiana Grant, who is the founder of Flash Delivery, and she is also the owner of a wonderful PR agency called Infused PR. So we will hand the ball over to Ms. Tatiana. Please give us your introduction, and then we'll step right into the interview. Great, thank you. So, um, yes, my name is Tatiana Grant. My first company was actually Infused PR and Events, which is PR and event planning agency. Started with strictly professional athletes and then branched out into corporations, governmental agencies, and nonprofits. And about four years into starting that company, I was hungry one night and wanted some tacos and got fed up with calling all these different taco places and finally said, I just wish someone would deliver me some tacos. (laughs) And and that's how the concept of Flash Delivery was born. And we are Detroit's first restaurant delivery service. And yeah, that's kind of the the general gist of my two companies. That is, that's phenomenal. You know, they always say that companies are are normally started based off of trying, somebody trying to solve their own personal need and problems. So I guess those tacos help drive flash delivery, which is perfect. Let's talk Absolutely. about flash for a little bit. Let's uh, get yep. into that venture. I know you said it was four years after you got into Infused PR. And tell us a little bit about that whole, the trek of actually, you know, you, you had a experience to where you wanted the tacos and then you got fed up and then you just kind of thought about this idea, you know, flash delivery, but how did that actually come to be? Yes. So, okay. It's actually a Sunday evening and I'm calling because it's a, a taco place around the corner and they're not answering the phone. They have another location about five miles away. I'm calling, 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 they're not answering the phone. And I'm like, what is going on? And so, you know, I'm calling, calling, calling and I get to this point of this, I just need somebody to deliver some tacos. <laughs> so I start going online and I'm like, oh my goodness, there's no like, overall delivery company because this was some years ago so we didn't have all of these national companies that are in existence now so i literally uh, i was at at my best friend's mom's house when all this was going on and so i asked her i said if there was it like would you pay for people to bring you food if you wanted food she said yeah so i just took that concept and ran with it and so that money I was up until about three o'clock in the morning and I was just online Googling any delivery company, food delivery company I could find in the nation. And I would go to their contact desk page and, you know, I'm a communications professional by trade. So I put together this really great and bubbly email about how I had this concept and I want to bring it to Detroit and there's no company like this Detroit. And if there's any way I could have 15 minutes of your time to pick your brain, I would love that. So I sent it to all, I honestly sent to about 50 to 75 companies, whoever I could find online. And some places I didn't get any response. Some places I got jerk responses. Some people I got, I'm too busy. And then there were a handful of, of people 
that said I would absolutely be willing to talk to you. But I also recommend that you check out our trade association and come to our conference. This was in November. The um, conference was like that month, I believe. So I kept that in the back of my head. I was continuing to do my, my brainstorming, my research. And basically, I, I ended up finding out in, in Detroit, we have quite a business kind of incubator classes where they help you put together your business plan and things of that sort. Okay. So I went through that program and, you know, got my graduation and basically graduated. And at this point, I have a PR company. I'm like, who's going to manage this company? Yeah. And so I coincidentally, I believe everything happens for a reason. And so I was soliciting a restaurant, a friend of my own restaurant. So I'm telling him, I, you know, I'm starting this business and I need you to sign up with me. And he said, yeah, he said, of course, I'm going to, I'm going to sign up with you. But there's a girl who came in here a few weeks ago and she's trying to start the same business. And like her marketing is really bad, but I feel like she was really kind of buttoned up and, and organized. So maybe you guys should meet, even if it's just for the sake of you meeting your, your competition. Yeah. So I said, okay. And so long story short, she and I ended up meeting and we really hit it off and we became business partners. And so for the past four years, we've been business partners and the company just, just kind of grew. So we started very small whereas she and I would be doing dispatching. Sometimes her grandma would be doing dispatching. We had one driver to having a staff of about 11 and still going going full force. So, so yeah, I mean, oh, it started as an idea and I was luckily um, able to, to find a partner. She actually has since decided to go in another direction and, and now I'm, I'm back to being the founder solely. But yeah, when I, I did have a partner, we kind of built it together and, you know, had our trials and tribulations of going through business plan competitions and, and any and everything you can imagine. So to going after like contracts to now we're in a very competitive space because there's a lot of um, national venture venture funded companies are in the space now. Yeah. So it's definitely been a true entrepreneurial roller coaster. Absolutely. Yeah, I can imagine. And I know right now you guys are specifically serving the greater downtown Detroit area. Do you have any plans for expansion, even if it's just like regional? Yeah, yes, we do. So when we say the greater downtown Detroit area, that is primarily for your on-demand delivery within an hour. We definitely have clients throughout the state of Michigan that if it's a, a pre-kind of scheduled delivery, we do that throughout the state. It's just when go online and say, I want food right now that we're only in a concentrated area. Oh, wow. That is so good. Great, great, great. Yeah. And I know you just mentioned the national chains and, you know, I know everybody is, you know, we're getting accustomed to getting things right away and on demand. What do you think about companies like such as yours and even like the way that the newcomers come in? Like, do you think that there'll be an opportunity for the entrepreneurs and like the smaller businesses to thrive within that market uh, based off of the consumer demand? Yes. So, you know, it's definitely very competitive, but what we've been able to do and how I feel we've been able to stay competitive is really focusing on customer service and really focusing on loyalty. 
we have some customers that order meals from us three to four times a day. We have one one lady who's a, a senior, and she told us she stopped cooking about 15 <laughs> years ago. And it, like, you know, her kids are all out the house, and yeah. we literally deliver to her three times a day. So the main thing is just figuring out what your niche is and sticking to that is how we're staying competitive. And we're, we're doing a few different things. We um, actually still got our liquor license oh, so okay. that we can also deliver beer, wine, spirits. So, oh, you know, wow. you just have to be creative and just have to figure out how to grind, grind things out, especially when you're getting into these really competitive spaces where you have a fraction of the budget of these huge national companies. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's, you're definitely right about that. And I know speaking of creativity, especially with having communications background and with you being a publicist. So tell us about like Infuse PR. That was your the first entrepreneurial venture. How is that different as far as, you know, starting the flash and then you have Infuse PR? What's the difference between those experiences when you first started? Right. So even though even though they're both service based businesses, I coincidentally started Infused in 2008. I left my job. I worked at the Palace Sports and Entertainment, which owns the Detroit Pistons. At the time, they owned the Detroit Shock, the Tampa Bay Lightning. They had about four different sports teams, professional sports teams. And I left my job to become an entrepreneur. Well, I did this during economic recession. I had no idea what was going on, but I don't want to be an entrepreneur. The timing worked out right because as I, I did that, most corporations were downsizing and laying off their marketing and PR departments and they were hiring freelancers. So yeah. it actually worked out great for me because as soon as I left, I started picking up clients. I sent that email that said, hey, I'm going to be coming out from nowhere. Here's my personal email address. And people in my network started contacting me saying, hey, I have a project I need to publish it. Hey, I have a project I need to be planner. And everything kind of, you know, spiraled from there. And yeah, I mean, it started off, my first client was a first round number three draft pick in the NFL. And it definitely kept me and my team very busy. And then I honestly I got kind of burned out just from insanity of sports PR. Yeah. And yeah. I was in grad school at the same time getting my master's in PR. And so when I graduated two years later, so I was doing all that at the same time, I told myself, I said, you're done with your business based, you know, on word of mouth. Now it's time to just put yourself out there and make a company. And so I, I fully believe in putting things in the atmosphere. And I did that. And, you know, within a few months, I picked up a client and it was actually an event planning client for a guy, uh, a white guy who was running for mayor of the city of Detroit. And city of Detroit hadn't had a white mayor in, I don't even know, probably 20 something years, 20, 30 something years. And well, yeah, quite a long time. Yeah. And, and so needless to say, I started off as an event planner and, and then he ended up becoming the mayor of Detroit. And um, from there, the company to me really kind of took off. Um, we started picking up quite a few kind of governmental agencies, picked up some brands, um, national brands. So um, actually last year we did a partnership 
with another agency on the other side of the state. And um, we picked up account for McDonald's for the state of Michigan. So we're focused on the Detroit African-American consumer market side of it. But yeah, I mean, pretty much the, the company just has grown organically. I would say 95% of our business comes from referral of word of, and word of mouth. And my team and I just work really, really hard. And that's how I've built both of my businesses. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. And as a business owner, tell us what are some of the tools or strategies that have helped you to, to develop and stay on top of your businesses? So tools, I would definitely recommend any sort of project management tool as you start to have people more than yourself. I'm pretty good at managing my time, but when you start having other people, especially when, you know, you start off and most of the people aren't employees and you're working with independent contractors, really to me, working with a Trello, a 5 p.m., a 17 hats, things of that sort really help. I am addicted to my planner and to-do list. Yeah, um, yeah. To me, in order to divide and conquer, you have to be organized. I would say whatever it takes in your own insane, organized kind of way. Make it happen so that you can train yourself. I personally, I, I start my day with prayer meditation. To me, you also have to have that sense of inner strength, inner peace or everything yeah. so i focus on that i put together my to-do list i ask god like please let me be as productive as you need me to be to live out my purpose and mission in this day because i may have a to-do list and like it goes haywire and i just have to be okay <laughs> yeah. yeah with knowing like it wasn't meant to be today <laughs> okay it's um, like that sometimes yeah it definitely is and then you know i will also say like as best you can try to have your finances in order. I'm now older. I'm 34. I started in fees when I was 24. And luckily, I had a corporate background. But looking back on it, I made a mistake. And I basically took out of my 401k and my retirement savings to start my businesses. And I like, honestly, growing my credit. And so here we are 10 years later, and I'm finally in a place where I'm back to having good credit. I have quite, you know, an amazing financial situation. I'm a new mom. I keep my daughter's for oh, myself. She has yeah. a college fund. You know, like I, I'm definitely in a good place now, but I made mistakes in the beginning and I'm just blessed enough that I was able to recover and, and beyond to where I am now. And then also when you do get in that position, give back as much as you can. So I mentor I donate my time. I donate my money. This everything to me is about a three hundred and sixty degree way of three hundred sixty five degree way of life. Like everything comes back around. That's awesome news that you can use. Thank you so much for sharing that tidbit of information. I'm certain that it's going to do some of these listeners a great deal of good. Tatiana, tell us about what do you enjoy most about being an entrepreneur. So I think I enjoy the badness of being in it. And then yeah. when it's done, looking back and having the fulfillment of, oh my gosh, I can't believe I made this happen. And as I was going 19, so, you know, a couple of weeks ago, literally like sat in my house and started crying because there were times in 2018 where I physically did not know how I was going to do everything that I needed to do. I didn't know how I was going to have my baby. 
I didn't know how I was gonna most of the times be in two places at once. I didn't know how I was gonna do most of the stuff. I didn't know how I was going to manage our McDonald's account. It just got there. We just got it, you know, last year. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how am I to do all this? How am I gonna build this business this big and still have flash? And then looking back as I was going into 2019, I just was so thankful that I made it. And it's really to me look back. And you're like, oh my gosh, like I remember I made that happen. Or when you talk to people and they're like, oh, I was, at, I know you from this because I was at this event. I saw you running around or I heard about you, you know, from so and so. Like those types of things to me make it worth it. And then also, you know, I have my holiday party for my team. And most of them are older African Americans that maybe retired and they wanted some additional projects. Some of them are straight out of college, but whatever the case, you know, may be, they all are motivated by me. If they're older, they're like, you can be hope of what our future is. If they're younger, they're like, I'm so happy to know that there's somebody like that's taking care of us. To me, there's fulfillment in paying people. It's like stressful, like payroll and everything, but when it's all said and done, I'm like, people's livelihoods are made because of me. It's a really great feeling. Awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. What advice can you share with some of us that have different ideas of projects that we have yet to launch? I would say look at them from different angles. Just don't look at it from the angle of, oh my goodness, this is such a great idea. Really be the devil's advocate for all of my companies. I did surveys. So literally do a quick little Google survey, a Facebook survey, poll, whatever the case may be, and really get people's opinions. What do they think of it? How much would they be willing to pay for it? How frequently would they use it? Don't just keep your lens of positivity on there and then continuously work. Like none of this is easy. Some people have success stories. If you talk to anyone who has a success story, if they give you the real there's a whole bunch of BS and downtimes <laughs> in, in between those successes. Right. So just keep going, keep yourself motivated, keep yourself intact. You know, I have a practice every month. I get massages. When I was pregnant, they were every week. But whatever it takes to get you to be the best you, make sure that that happens. Because oftentimes, unfortunately, if there's no, there is no company. So. To, to keep that in mind until you can really, really get to the point where you have somebody else really managing your, your companies. Love it. Love it. Love it. Good self-care advice. All right. Before we wrap it up, Tatiana, let us know where we can catch you online, where we can follow you, learn more about Flash Delivery and also Infuse PR. Uh, be okay. sure to leave us your social media handles. If you have any newsletters, signups, and all that other good stuff, drop that as well. Yeah, so the easiest way, because I do um, have more than one company, is just going to Tatiana, T-A-T-I-A-N-A, D as in dog, grant.com, Tatiana, grant.com. And there you can find the link to my companies as well as the social and everything like that. And then on Instagram, I am... Um, Tatiana Dupre as well. All right. Quick and easy. Okay, good. We'll definitely be sure to follow you. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending your time, your afternoon. We truly appreciate you being on the show and look forward to having you back. You have a great day. Thank you. Have a great day as well. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.